EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. AG. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. <laughs> Hey guys, you're listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. Just off the top, I want to let you know there will be a special edition of the Fight Show this week covering the UFC card between Adesanya and Whitaker and the huge Triple G fight going down this weekend. So a Fight Show covering both those events will be out this weekend, before this weekend, I should say. Um, last week in soccer, it really, really was the week we needed. You guys may have noticed I went eight and two with my picks on this show and uh, that did translate to decent picks going out to my members especially last weekend where we had a seven and one soccer weekend unfortunately gave some of that back with the nfl but that was understandable from what i was reading or what was told as well uh, the bookies had a great day last sunday in fact uh, someone told me it was their best weekend of the whole season and they took more money on week four than they did during weeks one, two, and three combined. So it's probably understandable why we gave some back there. But then we bounced back again with a very good week in the Champions League. Two locks landed here, four and one with the locks overall, and 10 and five with the overall play. So a very good football run that we are on at the moment with 17 and six across the last seven days. Hopefully we can uh, let it continue here with the EPL show and, of course, the European show, which is available to the patrons of LockBetting.com. Go to LockBetting.com to check out this weekend's European show. We start with a game we already have money on, which is uh, Tottenham traveling to Brighton. Now, a lot of money has been made this week by taking teams in bounce-back situations. Last week, Chelsea and Tottenham were the locks down to the fact that um, Chelsea hadn't won a home game all season and I thought it was about time they did that and, and Tottenham have been up and down throughout the season. In addition to that, we also cashed in on Wolves getting their first win of the season. Now, Tottenham immediately after looking like they were back on track uh, after holding on against uh, Southampton with 10 men which was somewhat of an achievement given how inconsistent Spurs have been all season and how they've surrendered leads. They then go and lose 7-2 to Bayern Munich. Now, there's two ways to look at that. Either we've been gifted an unbelievable bounce-back spot again where Tottenham are now at even money to win this game 
uh, well, they were even money anyway, but there was some movement where it moved to 17 to 20 following um, the fact that they got off the slide against Southampton. But now, after the buying game, it's back to even money. In fact, in some places, Tottenham are odds against and I expect that to increase because I expect some money to come onto this underdog of Brighton off the back of people seeing that 7-2 now as I said premium bounce back chance possibly because Tottenham are a better team than Brighton they're superior at both ends of, of the pitch and um they did look okay against Bayern in the first half. So they do have the capabilities to beat this team who haven't won a game in six. That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is maybe this Tottenham team are in so much disarray that they couldn't beat anybody this weekend. It's too fresh off the defeat. Uh, the squad is in disarray. Uh, it looks disorganized. The manager doesn't know like doesn't know how he, how to stop it. There's outside interests that looking at the manager who, whose head may be turned at this point because maybe he thinks that he's done as much as he can with this squad at this point. If that's the case, then Brighton could not only even stop Tottenham here, then they could win. But I feel I lean towards... The, the, the first angle uh, in that this is a great chance for Tottenham to bounce back. They are better than Brighton. They are probably going to concede goals in this game, so uh, or definitely one. So both teams to score is worth looking at because defensively, Tottenham look like a shambles. But Kane, Song, Eriksson, Ndombele, Deli Alli, all of these players are at Tottenham's disposal and I think that they will be able to take Brighton apart at times in this game and uh, I fancy Tottenham to still get the win here so I'm going to stick with the play don't really have much choice because I did put this out to a lot of people as a parlay and I guess the only people that could even get out of it were the ones who uh, couldn't get the parlay on straight away with them laying Tottenham across two weeks and uh, had to wait for their winnings and then bet Tottenham with that winnings but um yeah i mean last week tottenham were one to two it returned 150 of um of a 100 pound bet and um i would be comfortable with you laying that back on remember last week was a was a double lock play as well so um the lock was separate and the parlay was separate so i, I would still advocate doing this bet if you, if you haven't because I do feel that the class will prevail. I almost feel it, it's the perfect team that, that have presented itself here in this situation. It's not a team that play really tough like, like Burnley uh, or um, looking down the EPL here who, who you don't want in this situation. I don't think you want a Bournemouth away. I don't think you want a Burnley away. You definitely don't want any of the top six. I feel in this situation coming up against the likes of a a Brighton or a Watford would be ideal for, for Tottenham because these are these are the two teams that are mainly out of form in the Premier in the Premier League at the moment and they have ended up getting one of those two teams. So I like Tottenham here still. Up next you've got Burnley versus Everton where Burnley are the two to one underdogs for some reason. Uh twelve to five the draw and seven to five on Everton. Yeah, I'm not getting this one. Um, Burnley shouldn't be favourites, I wouldn't say, but Everton should be narrower favourites than this. I would think I would have had the market at um, thirteen to eight Burnley and and six to four Everton maybe, or or even both guys at the same price. Because for me, this is a toss up because Everton could win this game. 
if they uh, play to their full potential and they did play quite well at times at home to win to Man City but if the Everton turn up that have turned up at some of the games this season like losing a 2-0 to Sheffield United at home that Burnley are going to win this and Burnley are a live dog in this situation the fact that you can get Burnley on the double chance at 8-13 to 13 really does uh, appeal to me and uh, that's what I'm going to make as my pick because I don't see Everton winning this game and having the uh, both sides of the opposite result the draw and the win here for Burnley uh, is something that I like a lot so that's what I'm going to go for in this one it's really straightforward for me up next, you have a game that should be on TV, but it isn't. It's Liverpool versus Leicester. Certainly the game that most people will be interested in this week. It's the game that I've got as my game of the week, but it isn't going to be televised in the UK. You'll probably see it over in the States because you don't have any restrictions from airing our 3 p.m. game. Liverpool are 1-2 to two favorites to win it, 7-2 to two to draw, and 11-2 to on Leicester. Now, getting Liverpool at Anfield at under minus 200 or bang on minus 200 should represent us an opportunity to not only bet on Liverpool but to lock this game up however the way they defended against RB Salzburg a team that I think Leicester are better than makes me not want to take that as a lock now I may take this as a play I may take this as Liverpool and both teams to score but the both teams to score part is the part of that bet that I like better. That is currently available at uh, 8 to 11. And there are better prices available. I think I've seen it at 5 to 6, minus 120. But um, I like that better than taking Liverpool to win this game. Will Liverpool win this game? Probably. They probably will win this game, especially as they've not looked great in midweek. They want to tighten up defensively. But how much can you tighten up? You can tighten up enough not to concede three goals against a team that you're far better than. But I don't think they can keep Leicester fully out for 90 minutes. So I do expect Leicester to appear on the score sheet here. But with the firepower of Liverpool, I would expect them to be able to score um, two, three goals here and end up winning this game still because at the end of the day, this is still a fortress. This still is a ground that they haven't lost at for, for two seasons. And uh, I think Liverpool will win this game. Up next, you've got Norwich versus Villa where Norwich have drifted into that bounce-back spot. After beating Manchester City, they went and lost twice away from home and didn't score in any of those games. They are 6-4 to four to win this game. It's 13-5 to five the draw, and it's 17-10 to 10 on Villa. Um, I think that Norwich will win this game, but I think what I like even better than that is both teams to score once again. Um... Norwich City haven't scored for three hours of football and prior to that they were a massively free-scoring team so whereas I feel that Norwich may be ready to win here what I don't feel they're ready to do is keep a clean sheet but I certainly think they'll break their own hoodoo of not scoring so both teams to score a pick here at four to seven in this one up next you have Watford versus Sheffield United where Watford are the 11 to 10 favorites it's 12 to 5 the draw and it's 23 to 10 on Sheffield United tough situation here because I like Watford to get the first win of the season um, they need it badly otherwise they're going to be genuinely in this relegation conversation which a lot of people at the start of the season would have said they're too good to go down and that's often a phrase banded around 
for, for a team that do end up going down because in the current Premier League a lot of these teams are too good to go down because they have so much money um, from years and years and years of TV rights money that they can build squads that make them too good to go down. And the teams that come up are always at a major disadvantage. However, this season, it doesn't look like we're going to get two teams or even or three teams, definitely not three teams, but maybe not even two teams that go down who are newly promoted. Norwich look good, Villa look good, and Sheffield United actually look good. And although I do think in the long run that Sheffield United don't have as much in the locker as Norwich and certainly Villa, um, they do look like they're going to give it a fight. And they certainly don't look like they'll be the team that finishes bottom of the league that certainly looks like it could be more likely to go to to Newcastle who are really struggling this season but Watford are struggling too we can't just turn around and turn a blind eye to the fact that they've started so poorly just because they had a good season last season which included going to the FA Cup final this is a must win situation otherwise in my opinion Sheffield United rise above Watford in my own power rankings I mean you can already get Sheffield United or you've already been able to get Sheffield United at certain points in this season at odds of over 2-1 to one to be relegated as we come into this game they are bang on 2-1 to one to be relegated and you get Watford at 13 to 8. So in the bookie's opinion, they have already gone past Sheffield United as a team that are more likely to be relegated, which is fascinating seeing as how early we are into the season. I think the tide could turn in this one and I'm taking Watford to win this game at 11 to 10. Obviously, this is not anything to do with stats and facts and anything that goes into this season. Uh, um, as I was looking at this as an American better, we'd be pulling up stats like where they are in the table, expected goal ratios, etc. like that. And all of that stuff would favour Sheffield United based on the start I just know what I've seen from Watford over the years um, last time they were at home they did fight they were brave enough to um, to come back against Arsenal so I like Watford here to get something from this game most likely a, a win and getting it at 11 to 10 as I said I don't like that I would have liked something a little bit better than that given how poor they've been at the start of the season but we have to take the prices there so we'll take that reluctantly and look for something better on, on Saturday hopefully somewhere else um, Watford versus Palace is the TV game on, on Saturday night um, Watford sorry scrap that West Ham versus Palace is the Saturday game uh, on Saturday night where West Ham are the even money favourites to win this game it's 5-2 to two to draw and it's 11-4 to four on Palace in recent years I would have looked at this and taken Palace on the double chance because West Ham really didn't settle into this ground for a while but lately the results at London Stadium have picked up I myself went there to watch them beat Man United 2-0 they still are a little bit guilty of playing better against the bigger sides and being a little bit sloppy against the smaller sides, but they're certainly doing that to a much lesser extent. They have picked up home wins this season, and um, I think that the fact that Crystal Palace are already in no danger um, in order to go down this season often sees the Palace revert to... The, the lazy palace the lazy palace that turned up last time in London and got bashed 4-0 against Tottenham not only did they get bashed 4-0 4-0 down at half time before they got a stiff team talk I imagine and, and slightly improved in the second half either that or Tottenham took their foot off the gas completely I'm not too sure which one but this is a team that can be complacent and coming off a win again last weekend Palace are just quite comfortably getting enough points to stay in this league which is always their goal and uh, this does look like a place where Palace may not turn up 
And if they don't do that, then West Ham will not only win this, they'll win this comfortably. Um, probably won't be making this a play. Two teams that are very inconsistent, but I just think West Ham will be more consistent on the day because their fans are there. So West Ham to win this one. Up next, we go to Arsenal versus Bournemouth, where Arsenal are the one to two favourites to win this. You can get them as... Uh, a best price of eight to fifteen in places, uh, four to one the draw, and nineteen to four on the Bournemouth. Now, I really, really like the both teams to score in this one initially because of the fact that Arsenal do not have a good defensive record. Um, they do concede goals quite frequently, and um, the both teams to score has been regularly cashing in those games. And Bournemouth themselves, they look like a free-scoring team that don't really care how many goals they're letting at the back. They've always looked like that, but this season, they are doing the right thing in terms of they are playing that style, but they're winning a lot of games. And even though they are conceding, they're scoring more than the opposition are. Um Arsenal, if we look at if we look at their records this season, I'm trying to bring up what I've got here. Uh, Monday Night Football made it 11 goals conceded for the season, and this Arsenal team have kept just three clean sheets in nine of their competitive outings this season. Um, they've conceded 46 goals in 67 competitive matches since Unai Emery took charge, including 14 in their last 17. So. That isn't good in terms of um, a top six team defensively. However, they are good at the other end of the field. So I do feel they'll have enough to win this game. My preference going into this weekend was Arsenal, uh, well, sorry, was the both teams to score over Arsenal winning this game because Arsenal had such a tough week. They played on Monday. And they played on Thursday, but we saw them win uh, on Thursday against Standard Liège 4-0 and managed to rest a lot of players. He managed to bring on some of them for, for a kick around, but primarily Aubameyang and um, the other top players at Arsenal all ended up getting a rest in this one. So it's not a case of them playing two games in, in two days because... Luis has barely played and, and Aubameyang is, well, Luis didn't play uh, and Pepe and Aubameyang barely played in this one. So, and Ozil didn't didn't get into the team either, although I'm not so sure how much of a key player Ozil is anymore. The same can be said for Xhaka. Yes, he's the captain and yes, he's considered a key midfield player, but the fact that he's a key midfield player in Arsenal is why they are in the position that they're at in 2019, 2020. And, uh, they do need to they do need to strengthen up and, and, and whatnot in certain positions, especially at centre back and, and in midfield. I think Rob Holding coming into the side may help. We saw Holding look pretty comfortable uh, in the games that he's played since his comeback from injury, which included the 4-0 win against Standard Liège. So I think Arsenal will improve defensively, but I just don't think it will happen here. So as I was saying, as I preferred both teams to score about 4-7, to seven, uh, I do also now like Arsenal, given the fact that they do beat teams outside of the top six at home, and the week that they've just had hasn't been as taxing as I expected it to be. So I like Arsenal, I like both teams to score, I like putting both those bets together you can get Arsenal and both teams to score at six to four or if you do think somehow Arsenal may finally keep a clean sheet although it is unlikely against an attacking team like Bournemouth you can get Arsenal and the over 2.5 goals at 10 to 11 so uh, I like both of those bets you can take that either way that you want to up next we have Man City versus Wolves 
where Manchester City are the one to six favourites to win this game. It's seven to one the draw, and it's sixteen to one on Wolves. This is a prime spot for Manchester City again here to pick up a comfortable win. Um, Manchester City to clear the minus one handicap is available at four to seven, and Manchester City and over two point five goals here is available at um, eight to fifteen. I like both those bets here. Uh, I know Wolves managed to pick up their first win of the season last week, and they got an impressive win at Besiktas. But the Europa League, Premier League dichotomy is back, and Wolves are the team that have struggled with it. Now they go away, all the way to Turkey, which is a tough, tough trip, and now they go straight to playing away to Manchester City. The fact that it's away and away, I think, does lead itself to Wolves receiving a bit of a stuffing here and I like Man City minus one and I like Man City in over 2.5 goals in this game. Two games to go. We look at the two games that will be on TV here now on Sunday even, uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Uh, Southampton versus Chelsea's first. It's 29 to 10 on Southampton to pull off the upset. 11 to 4 to draw and 17 to 20 on Chelsea. I like Chelsea. I like the fixtures. I said that last week. I like them to go on a run. I would have liked a better price here. I mean, Man United took on Southampton. They weren't odds on favourites, but Chelsea are. And uh, there's probably a reason for that because I would think Chelsea have now taken Man United over in the standings and, and the betting markets in terms of finishing in the top four. It is going to come down to two of Chelsea, Arsenal and Spurs and it's odd that we're even putting Tottenham in that conversation seeing as they were Champions League finalists last year and have been the team that um, pushed for the title not not closely but have been in conversations for the title in recent years and now they look in complete disarray so now we're looking at a two from three but I do think in the end it will be Spurs and I do think in the end it will be Arsenal I think this Chelsea team will just fall short as it is a transitional season that was that will be acceptable for this season and this season only but they could get there these young players are gelling very well and I do think they are about to go on a run so I've not changed my mind about this Southampton game from last week although I would have liked the better price in 17 to 20. Closing out with Newcastle versus Manchester United, where there is a bet here, which is certainly in lot consideration for me. Um, we've got Newcastle here at 10 to 3 to win this game. It's 5 to 2 on the draw, and it's 17 to 20 on Man United. This is the only team where Man United would be an odds on favourite to beat in this entire Premier League. They, they are that poor at the moment. Um, I'm reluctant still to take them because St. James's Park on its day, on its day can be a tough place to go to. Um, the thing that the bet that I'm more likely to, to go with is the under here in this game. The under two and a half goals is available at 10 to 11. The over two and a half goals is available at 10 to 11. I don't know how you're seeing three goals in this game because I see a very, very definitive pattern of play in this one. Now, what you could do is you could take this on the Asian handicap lines. Now, what that means is is when we look at the Asian goal lines on this one, I'm trying to find the Asian goal line for, for three goals here. It's um, over is 3.0 and the under is 
1.550. Now, what that means is, and that may sound very complicated to you guys, is you can basically get under one to two. So if I look at that, at another market here where I put it through the odds checker. So let's say eight to 15. You can get eight to 15 on under three goals in this game and you push if there are three goals. This is the Asian handicap line of three. So it's very different to the over under 2.5 because at over under 2.5, it's a very definitive guideline as to what you can win on. Now, if there are um, three goals in that game, you lose, but there are only two goals in that game, you win. On the Asian handicap goal line, which you guys should familiarize yourself because I do want to start branching out into the bets that we do, you push on three goals. Now, that is going to be my pick for this game. I really, really like the under two and a half goals. But in terms of what I would lock up in this game and say something that's definitely not going to happen, you're definitely, definitely not going to get four goals in this game. So getting that one at under minus 200 is a play that I want to be all over in this game. And um, I don't want to like have to steer clear of it. And I've, I've done that a lot on this show. I've steered, clear, I've, steered, I've stayed clear of really, really good stuff because it was slightly complicated to explain, um, slightly complicated to find uh, at, at certain bookies and, and things of that nature. But I don't want to do that anymore. It's a bet. It's available to you guys. Uh, I think Asian lines would be fairly common at this point in, start, point in time, be it goal line or Asian handicap. And getting this one at minus... 1.550, uh, so that approximately means uh, odds of 8 to 15 is a great bet here because there will not be four goals in this game. Closing out with the lock dog parlay portion of the show, I'm going to give you two locks again uh, this week. Obviously, it's really three locks because we're still riding out the, the Tottenham play from, from last week. So, Let's let's go ahead with with with, you, with the with the rest of the stuff. One is obviously going to be the Newcastle Manchester United game, and that being under three goals. But that's going to be on the Asian goal line. Now, if there are three goals in this game, this will push, uh, and then it will be voided, which is probably one of the reasons why I'm giving you a look. I don't an, an additional look. I don't think there's any danger of that though. Uh, I think the under two and a half goals is a solid play, especially at ten to eleven. Um, that was originally down as my lock, but I wanted to just make a conscious effort to put this alternative play out. A, because it definitely wins, and B, simply because at while I'm on this show, um, especially before uh, we're in this period where we get full legalization of gambling across the US, I want to teach you about as many markets as possible. And the best way to learn about them is to actually bet on them. What you feel you'll be far more invested in learning about more and more markets if you actually have your money on them. So that's why I deliberately seeked out this, even though I love the under two and a half goals, because the pattern of this game is going to be very, very definitive. It's going to be Newcastle sitting back, just like they did against Brighton. And Manchester United having 70% of the ball and trying to break them down. And Man United don't have the players to break down anybody. So I think it's as clear cut as that. Uh, but I'm going to give you another one uh, just because um, that one could push. And uh, obviously, if you guys didn't listen last week, 
you may not be um, on the Tottenham play already. And, um, and and just because there's so many options this week and there's so many players that I like, uh, I've given good reasoning for plays on Arsenal and the both teams to score. And I like Arsenal to win against inferior teams at home. Um, I like getting Liverpool at under minus 200. And I like getting City in this spot where you can get them against the Wolves team who are on that Europa League, Europa League and away, away um, scheduling. So the one I'm going to go for, I think, is the latter. Um, Manchester City minus one. Uh, they are without Kevin De Bruyne, which worries me because he's such a key playmaker. But that didn't really stop them from creating a ton of chances against Dynamo Zagreb. And the fact that they've just had a game where they didn't put a ton of goals in the net does make me think that we're about to see them put a ton of goals in the net. So I like Man City minus one here or minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap as uh, what is essentially your third lock on the show. For a parlay... Um, the, the fact that you managed to, you, you can get Liverpool in a money line parlay with Arsenal in a money line parlay means that I don't need to um, stretch this out to finding selections just for the sake of it. I think that Arsenal are in a good spot where they didn't have to fully exert themselves this week and you're able to get them at one to two to beat Bournemouth and Liverpool one to two at home against Leicester is very, very rare that you're going to get either of these teams at one to two. But, and I think it's solely down to the situations of A, Arsenal playing three games in a week, and B, Liverpool looking so bad defensively in midweek against Salzburg. But I think the opportunities here to win money, I think the key thing that you need to look at is the fact that Liverpool did still score four goals in the game where they didn't play well. And I think for me, that is the standout. So I like this parlay, keeping it down to two selections, Arsenal and Liverpool to win. I'm going to run through um, all that stuff again, um, just because I want to be absolutely clear. So we still got Tottenham from last week. Um, that's, that's, that's a Tottenham, Tottenham parlay as, as well. Um, Man City minus one or minus 1.5 on an Asian handicap and Manchester United and Newcastle under three goals on the Asian goal line at eight to 15. Um, but if you can't find it and you really, really, really can't find it, play the under two and a half goals in this game. I think you'll be absolutely fine. That's it from this edition of the EPL show. The European show will be available by the time you're listening to this. Last week, we landed a nice lock on Inter Milan. The record for the season there is 5-2 Milan or Inter Milan are on a 100% winning record. They look to continue that this week in the game of the week when they take on Juve, a massive, massive game in Italy. And I will be looking at that on this week's European show. So make sure you check that out at lockbetting.com. And of course, as I already said, that's not it from me this week on the SGP Network because I will be bringing out a special edition of the fight show covering the fight that Triple G has this weekend. It could be his last fight before he has another rematch against Canelo, but it's a must, must win situation. And it's a tough one. And of course, Israel Adesanya versus Whitaker in the UFC. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And... Thanks for listening, guys.